Welcome to Wormhole with Max Dickens and Jack Barry. On this episode, why do men love digging holes so much? Anytime you go to the beach, if you give a man a, a shovel, he'll, he'll dig a big hole. <laughs> Yeah, and then other men will come and look at them digging the hole. And maybe help if they can. Yeah. They will want to be a part of the big hole. Yeah. Is your life fated by your name? You're not going to be a wallflower called Jackie, I feel. Jackie's like, Jackie! (laughs) Jackie's here! And find out Jack's favourite thing to do in a hotel room. What do you mean? Do you actually? There is so much to learn, so come, worms. Take my hand and come with us down the world. Well, worms, uh, Jack, I've discovered since the last podcast. Yes. Me and you are the only two people left on earth with a Yahoo email address. Oh my God. We, I think we literally are. It's so embarrassing. And he didn't, I, I was ne- so relieved when you sent me an email and it was <laughs> yeah. a Yahoo account. I get so much stick from fucking having a Yahoo account. And obviously we've emailed before, but for some reason I'd never clocked it. Yeah. Back in the day, emails were the Wild West. Yeah. Now everyone has the same thing, basically. They have a Gmail, probably. Probably. Um, or, you know, they've got a work email or whatever. But back in the day, there was about 25 different providers. Oh, you could go anywhere. And you could have whatever you wanted. Hotmail. MSN. AOL. Funmail. Do you remember that? Funmail. I had a Funmail. I do remember Funmail. Something like Hot Sexy Maxi. <laughs> Funmail.com. I was Jack the Stripper at Hotmail.com. <laughs> Were you? Yeah. <laughs> I only changed it after I got into university. I applied to university with Jack the Stripper as my email address. <laughs> <laughs> and for some reason, Cambridge didn't want me. I like that. You did, went through all the effort of filling out a UCAS form, doing fucking volunteering it. I don't know. All the scope shit. charity shop. Yeah. You, you got polacks by being Jack the Stripper. At I mean, I, it pro- I, I'm hoping it wasn't that, but it probably could, it, it couldn't have helped. And then I, yeah, then I was like, do you know what? Now's time for a grown up email address like my Yahoo account and I'll never change it ever again. And I haven't. Yahoo's terrible. Oh, it's awful. It's It's so bad. They're almost goading us into leaving. Yeah, Yeah, that's the thing. You you get stick from friends and family and people who you give your email address to. None of the abuse you get from other people is as bad as the abuse you get from Yahoo themselves, who seem to really be like, you're a fucking idiot for still being yeah. here. What are you doing Please here? Please leave so we can shut this shithole down. We want to go to bed. We can't go to bed. We can't die. Maybe the server's just... Do you think Yahoo is one family? It's just one old man who's like, he's got, you know, like really long white hair and huge fingernails. And he's like, let me die. And he can't die until no one has a Yahoo account anymore. I'm Brad Yahoo. (laughs) Please let me die. I can't, I'll have to escape this prison. I can't stay in this prison anymore. And he's just making the, the... user interface as fucking Shit, awful as possible. as possible until just everyone leaves yeah and then he'll and then he'll finally close his eyes i put so many pop-ups in there <laughs> still you stay i delete your emails for no reason <laughs> yeah. sometimes i'll just put emails from the people that you email all the time i'll put them in your spam <laughs> folder yeah the yahoo's spam folder i get emails <laughs> like eight like eight out of ten emails are like there are hot ukrainian bitches in your area <laughs> yeah but then there'll be like an offer 
from my agent yeah. of highly paid work. And you've missed that two and weeks ago. Is, yeah, and then... And it's like, what's the criteria here? Yeah. The people that, like, I get the same spam sending me... I, every week, I don't even email them. I don't open them. I just delete it straight in the bin every single time. That's clearly emails that he wants to read. Yeah. The ones where I immediately reply with it every single time. Oh, we'll stick that in spam. That yeah. can't be very important. Yeah. I don't understand the criteria. He must be he must be close Brad to Brad Yahoo is I think he makes I think Brad. he makes up these emails as well. He's obsessed with MILFs, Brad Yahoo. He is, yeah. He's obsessed he's obsessed with um with me stopping wanking and just shagging some grannies in my area. Do you like your name, Jack? Do I like my name? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Oh, I'm okay with Happy it. Happy with it? Got two first names. What? What do you mean you got two first names? Jack Barry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a select group. Do you people. have a middle name? I do. It's embarrassing. Well, Is it's it another not, first name? No, it's not. It's, Jack Larry it's my, Barry. It's my mum's maiden name. It's Sledmere. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something awful. It's cum slut. People, but whenever people always used to take the piss out of me for it, they're like Sledmere, it, uh, and like when they saw my driver's license, people always be like, "What's Sledmere?" Yeah, but it is just it's her maiden name. It sounds very Dickensian. It does a bit. Sledmere. It's a. It's, a, it's like a. Ta it's like a village in Yorkshire. Is it? Yeah, David Hockney's done some lovely paintings of Sledmere. Have they got their own cake. Probably. Sled me a slice. Yeah, the saddest, driest cake you'll ever likely to eat. Yeah. My Argentinian partner cannot understand a lot of the cakes that we eat in this country, <laughs> especially at Christmas time. <laughs> Christmas pudding, mince pies, anything stewed with raisins in it. She's like, what the fuck are you all doing? Yeah. She can't get her head around it. It is quite sad. We do kind of sometimes eat like we're still at war. <laughs> the Germans are, have taken all of our supplies. And it's a very British thing, I think, called like, well, we've always done it like this. We've always eaten it, so we'll do this well, forever. So why would we improve yeah. if there's a better option? Yeah. It is odd that we decided to go and colonise the whole world and just keep everything that we do at home the same crap way of doing it. <laughs> so look at all these spices that they've got in these other countries. Well, we won't be eating any of them. Yeah. We'll keep eating the same old bland shit that we've always eaten. So you like your name, Jack. So I my my kind of wormhole I've gone down is somebody somebody told me this in the pub the other day. Okay. And so I looked it up and it's true that last year there was only one person called Clive born in the UK. Only one. <laughs> Clive. Clive. Clives are like pandas. Like yeah. they're dying out. Well cuz wasn't there like weren't there like no Garys like a couple <laughs> years ago? <laughs> Wasn't that, that like a big thing in the news? Like, we're out of Gary's. I always associate it as being a bit of a cooler name. Do you reckon? For me, Cl Clive doesn't make sense as a baby. Like, a, Clive, no. a baby called Clive is bald. He's in a next for men's suit and he's muttering about, you know, tax law. I'm thinking about Clive Owen specifically. There I mean, are some good Clive. He's the cool Clive, I'd say, but you're right. Any Clive Anderson. Clive? Claire, yeah. But he is an older bald man. Clive James, also an older <laughs> bald man. Also, um, sadly, uh, I mean, man. my dad's Ian. And I always was like, I can't imagine anyone calling a baby Ian. Ian, yeah. Ian is just like clearly an older. And then in Peep Show, like Mark Corrigan's son, he calls it Ian. <laughs> and it is like, because it is like the most jokey name that you could possibly call a baby. Yeah. I mean, there are some names that just don't suit babies like Darren, uh, Nigel. Jeff. There's hardly any of them suit babies, really. 
I mean, if, like, you have got a plan ahead, I guess, when you're when you're naming a baby. But this is what I kind of I think I find really interesting is baby names are just. But why they should only, they should all be called Buttercup or like Fluff Fluffzilla? Something. <laughs> like, yeah, no, 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 you're right. Bobby Baby Bucci. should be called Fluffzilla. They should all be called Bobby Bear. Bear. Like, none, none of them could have proper names, really, could they? But then you also, some names don't make sense on babies, but some names you're like, oh, yeah, that sounds fit. Yeah. Naomi. Yeah. It's a fit name. Fit name. It's a fit name. Yeah. Um, Cheryl, not really. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny, I always used to think Jenny was a fit person. Jen, yeah, Jen's quite fit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sophie's fit guy's quite name. Fit. What's a fit Seb? guy's name? Vince. <laughs> <laughs> I think Seb's quite fit. Seb's fit. Yeah, Seb is fit actually. Jack. Jack's not bad. Jack's Jack was like the most popular name in the UK for years. Really? Yeah. So, I actually looked this up. There are there are some names going extinct. Okay. Maximilian, which is, so I'm Max, but my full name is Maximilian if you look at my passport. Are you actually Maximilian? Yeah. Really? That's dying out. That's in the top 20 or so names going extinct. What, full Maximilian or Max in general? I feel like Max can't be dying out. Uh, no, Max, Max is fine. Maximilian. Okay, dying okay, out. right, right, right. So all of these have, have had less than three births in 2023. Okay. Right? I'm going to do boys first. So Greg, Ugh, Wes, people. Brad. Roderick, can understand that one. <laughs> Niall. Where's Brad? What, really? All of these? Stevie. So he, And the girls, Peggy, <laughs> Deborah, Jules, Jackie. Really? Yeah. What, they all had less than three people named? Jackie's quite an old lady name. Jules is, I don't Jackie's know. Jackie's a funny name, though. I like Jackie. Why is it funny? You just feel like anyone who's called Jackie's got a big personality. Yeah. That's what I feel like. You you can you couldn't be a you're not gonna be a wallflower called Jackie, I feel. <laughs> you're not gonna be like, oh, this is Jackie. And she's like, Name Jackie's like, Jackie! <laughs> <laughs> Jackie's here. <laughs> so now who what name do you think was the most popular boy's name last year? And what name is the most popular girl's name? Most popular boy's name last year. Yeah. I bet it was Noah. You absolute bastard. Is it actually? Yeah. I had a feeling. It's Noah's everyone's called Noah. I did never I never thought you'd get that. Yeah. Um, all right. Girl's name, most popular. Most popular girl's name. You wanna roll? Olivia. Yes! It's actually gal. You are really? How do you Really? Really? Yes. What that's mental. So Noah, again. That's come back because that is like a biblical. Yeah, name. yeah, yeah, yeah. There was no one called Noah when we um, were kids. Number two was Liam. Again, Liam. You I think, yeah. What? So Wes is Liam. Wes and Greg are gone, but Liam's back. Liam is like a, a footballer for a sort of yeah. second division team, and so is Wes. He plays with Wes. Yeah, Oliver. So Oliver's always a popular one. Yeah, and then the top three girls' names: Olivia, Emma, and Amelia. Amelia. Girls' names with A always sound fit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Amelia can then be Millie. Pretty fit name. Yeah. There is, an, there is an, a word for this idea that sometimes names just fit. Yeah. And it's aptronym. Aptronym, as in the word aptronym. Really? That's a real word. It's when it's a personal name uh, aptly suited to its owner. There are some quite famous ones from, from the past, and I got really into this wormhole, so I've got... Okay, great. 
I love a good wormhole. What so, you mean, like with people who, like, who have like a name that is a description of them? Yeah. By the way, there's a whole field of study into what names are and the consequences, relevance of names called onomatology. And uh, what and how your name can affect what kind of a person you are. Yes, yeah, so I'm going to come on to that. Okay, great. So here are some app names that are real from famous people. Uh, Jules Angst <laughs> is a Swiss pro professor of psychiatry who's professor of psychiatry. Yeah, who's no. published papers on anxiety. Jules Angst. Jules Angst. Uh, Sarah Blizzard, weather reporter. Yeah, no. For the BBC. Christopher Coke. Drug dealer. Yeah, drug lord from Jamaica. What? Um, Chris Pincher. What, the sex pest? Yes. <laughs> An MP. And then... Oh, what? That was like last year, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, it was the, one of the things that brought down Boris Johnson. And then... He wasn't um, the one who watched porn in, in uh, the House of Commons. No, it was, was a he? different one. Oh, right, right. That was uh, Graham Pornhub. <laughs> 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 and then, so you said earlier, can names make people? So this is another kind of part of onomatology if you like yeah it's not just like oh that name suits that person or or isn't it ironic they're called that because they do x yeah it's this idea nominative determinism they call it yes that your name somehow primes you to make certain choices or to become a certain person or do a certain thing I, i'd heard of the phrase turns out there's been loads of research into this i mean i yeah i buy that totally so people with a boring name, they're, they're probably going to be more boring. <laughs> and if, if you've got like a crazy name, you've got, kind of got to live up to it. And also, maybe it influences the things you do and interest in. So originally it came up in the New Scientist magazine. That's kind of when it was coined, this kind of idea. Where someone who wrote for that magazine noticed that loads of the research articles they were being sent by scientists. Yeah. The scientists had names which kind of connected to what they were writing about. So a guy called Daniel Snowman was writing a book on polar exploration. Somebody, two researchers on neurology were called Splat and Weedon, <laughs> right? And he went, this is weird that this is happening. Why are they doing this? And it, it's been studied by loads of people. So it's this idea that we're unconsciously influenced and that our name literally causes us to become a certain thing. I mean, how could it not? Well. Surely it must do. So people literally choose jobs and they're not necessarily conscious the the psychological thing they call it implicit egotism so i'm not going to get too deep into this but this basically means that implicit egotism is you are attracted to things that remind you of yourself oh okay. yeah sure so if you're so one of the studies was people called denise or dennis yeah were more likely to become dentist <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> i know it sounds bullshit but it's a, gonna, they've studied it. I thought you were going to say like orthopedic surgeons because they've been thinking about Denise. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely thought that's where it was going. I was Danny's. like, yeah, Denise. Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, this only affects Jamaicans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? But so, yeah, I mean, it, yeah, because it looks like dentist. Yeah, it's got Den in it. So they've just written Denise so many times throughout their life that they've just and had that pushed into their head. Consciously, it's primed them to be like, I'm going to become a dentist. A dentist seems quite cool. I cannot tell you how many studies have been done on this. And so one load of academics are like, this is mental, how much more likely you are to become a certain thing based on your name. Some people are like, mm, I don't think you really understand statistics. Like, there's not as unlikely as you There's think. not as a correlation. But there does seem to be, like, actually a fair amount of evidence that there, this is not ridiculous. So there was another big study that I, I found looking at 
the US census data, right? So all the people in the in the US census are their surnames. Yeah. And they picked like 12 surnames that sounded like jobs. Yeah. Right? So Baker, Barber, Butcher, Butler, Carpenter, Farmer, Foreman, Mason, Miner, Painter, Porter, right? And they went, these jobs, let's go through the census, all these people, and let's see where How they, many of them do the job? Were they statistically is? more likely to become the literally the job that's in their name? And they were more likely. Really? By 15%. They were 15% more likely. And if they were white, I don't know why this is relevant, but the if they were white, they were 30% more likely. And this what was more likely. I don't understand the race thing, but it's mad, isn't it? You were 50% more likely to become a, a baker if you if you if you got bakery name. Because it's funny, because that's obviously what the names were originally. Like the whole reason people originally had yeah, a nickname I suppose you're right. is because they were the baker. Oh yeah. That's where it comes from. Yeah. So it kind of it's come full circle, has it? Or it's just that's is that always been there? I think the idea Or is it, you know, if the baker if your name is Baker and that comes from then it's in your blood. Your ancestors must have been bakers at some point. So is that, so that maybe, maybe could it be a genetic well? factor? Like it could be a genetic factor. I've got predisposition to to bake sound. I've got the I've got the baker gene. I've got the <laughs> I've got the bread gene. It's in my blood that yeah. I make bread. So, but my, I'm trying to think. And the ones who aren't doing it, maybe they've had too much cross pollination with other people, and it's the the bread gene has got too diluted. Yeah, is the bread gene a dominant gene or not? So you get like Aryan super bakers, you mean, that have not... Yeah, been... they've been like purebred in yeah. the mountains just to only mix with other bakers <laughs> and they've, they've got nothing but bread gene. <laughs> they're a baker ubermensch. They can do nothing but bake, yeah. They're, yeah, they're, 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 yeah, they're the super, super, super bakers. I've been trying to think, so my name is obviously Dickens. Yeah. Obviously, I'm a top shagger, but apart <laughs> from that... <laughs> you were a writer, though. Oh, Yeah. So, and one of the most famous authors in this country called is Charles called Dickens. Dickens. So, like, maybe that affected that in some sort of way. And you're Max Dickens. You're the maximum writer. Yeah. You're, top, you're the most, most writer. Yeah. <laughs> maximum Dickens. And you're Jack Barry. Well, yeah, I was trying to think about how... I don't see where any of that comes Jack in. Jack of all trades. Jack. Jack in a box. Jack, a jester, jester Jack, is that a thing? Barry, BA, have you ever thought about becoming a pilot? I've got a BA, <laughs> BA ons. Yeah. <laughs> Went to university, got a BA. And now you do this. And that, yeah, I oh, yeah, Jack Barry. State of it. And this is why I'm not going anywhere with my career. <laughs> I'm if only you were job. called Jack Banker. But yeah, if only I was called Jack Good Jokes. <laughs> my parents nearly called me Cosmo. Which I think there's a Cosmo at my school. Is it? Yeah. Is, is it a really posh name? Someone I said that to someone once, and they were like, "That's a posh name." It's, but I always it's, thought, "Oh, that sounds cool." I was like, "You got to go into show business then." You're like, "I'm a star." Of course, I'm a I'm a born star. I'm I'm the Cosmos. I like, think you would expect yourself to be a bit different if you call Cosmo. It just prime you to be like, "Oh, I'm not like the other kids." If, my, if you're yeah. the twelfth Tom in your class, yeah, you're just another fucking you're, Tom. You feel like you're fading into the background. If you're a Cosmo, you're a you're a big deal. I, my parents said they didn't call me it because they felt like it was too much to live up to. But I was like, I think I, could, I think I could have done. I think I'd have I would have had a go at being yeah. Cosmo. Whereas you've lived down to Jack. Yeah, Jack, I've sort of stooped to. I think more <laughs> 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 <On> anything. <laughs> Another wormhole I've been down, I came across this thing 
I've Jack, I've spent. I'm not joking three or four hours on this you can see all this stuff i've printed you've out you've printed out reams it's, of paper it's mad um so th so this was the message on 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 reddit from a user female user and the headline was how can i get my boyfriend to stop digging his tunnel <laughs> <laughs> and it's not a euphemism no no immediately i'm in i'm like i i don't know okay tell me more about this tunnel so she goes, so I know this is a weird question, but my boyfriend likes to spend a lot of his free time digging a tunnel on some property that he's inherited. I haven't seen the full extent of it, but last I saw it was remarkably deep under the surface. He spent roughly a year on it, and it's evident. The front of the thing is deep, wide, well put together. At the front, which is the only part I've seen, he's got cement, beams, electric lights, even chairs and a small table. I haven't gone into it, but it looks like the quality severely dropped as the tunnel went further, mostly becoming open dirt and some wood beams holding it up. It used to be that he'd occasionally head out and do some diggings on the weekends, but now he spends almost all of his free time out there. <laughs> He's always really happy when he comes back from digging, which is why I haven't tried to stop him before. And I was talking to a friend about him, and she told me he might be going crazy. <laughs> so I was like... Men need a hobby. Yeah. Well, yeah. So <laughs> underneath this message, there was like obviously loads of people commenting, and... If I was going to split it, the women were being like, this guy's got a mental illness. He really needs to get some help. Why won't men ever go to therapy? And all the men are like, fucking awesome. This sounds great. Where can I, how do I sign up? I want to join. I, I think it's good to have a hobby, but it, yeah, I mean, it is an odd hobby, but I've heard of weirder hobbies. Well, than tunneling. Than tunneling, yeah. I think, you know? But I, I've, I really relate to it because I don't tunnel. I don't but tunnel. I think... A lot of guys, especially, have an equivalent to tunneling, their own sort of obsession that they get into, spend absolutely hours on. Exactly. Lots of, lots of people have, like, weird, obsessive hobbies. And so... But but also, any time you go to the beach, if you give anyone, a man, a, a shovel, he'll he'll dig a big hole. <laughs> yeah. It is kind of hardwired in, in a lot of men. Yeah, and then other men will come and look at them digging the hole. And maybe help if they can. Yeah. They will want to be a part of the big hole. Yeah. <laughs> that is a <laughs> and it turns out so i was like is this like one guy or, or or you know is it common or is it common and there's a hobby tunneling what the sort of amateur tunneling society there is a there is a digging society university of st andrews in scotland it's really called like, it's called like whole sock or something i'm not joking um i went on the instagram of it it's just pictures of students like, digging, digging holes and people love it. In the uh, same place where they, they go dig to the tunnels a, each time. They go to a beach nearby in Fife or something and they all show up and they dig holes. And then they leave it and then they do a new one next time? Or yeah, they, is exactly. it like a yearly project? Are they building up to something? It's every couple of weeks. Taking it to the Edinburgh Tunnel Festival? <laughs> <laughs> um, so hobby tunnelling. Usually hobby tunnellers dig their tunnels by hand using little equipment and can spend years or even decades to achieve a degree of completion. Now... There are loads of examples of Big hobby tunnelists. And what is a degree of completion? To well, them? some of they're not digging it to anywhere, are they? are not going. They don't reach the other side and then they're done. What 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 constitutes a what what to a hobby tunnelist? Yeah. What point are they getting to where they're like, oh, that's done. It's done. So I found this story from 2015 in Canada, Toronto. A dude called Elton McDonald, he built a tunnel 
with his mate. Yeah. Like in the woods. And he spent like two years. They go like, <laughs> they go like after work for like hours. Every weekend they're in there digging this tunnel. All their free time. All their free time. And then the tunnel was found. Yeah. By like a policeman. And when it, they weren't there. And it became this huge thing. So like they, it got nicknamed the terror tunnel. So they thought this is like a terrorist <laughs> plan. I mean, of course. And then these two guys, because there's some big athletics competition coming out and the tunnel was relatively nearby. They're like, oh, terrorists are going to burrow under the competition and blow it up. Oh. And so the police went up and like it was on the, all the national, like CBS News, it was everywhere. And this guy was just at home watching it being like, that's my fucking tunnel. That's my tunnel. They found my, my tunnel. My baby. Yeah. And he had to ring them out and go, look. I'm not a terrorist. I'm not a terrorist. I just love building tunnels. They didn't charge him, the Toronto police, and, but they announced on the news that they'd unravel the mystery and they said that the two men had built the tunnel for, quote, personal reasons. <laughs> um, and he got this guy, Elton, and I saw an interview with him. He's quite a normal guy. Yeah. So I just, he said, honestly, I just loved it so much. <laughs> I don't know why I loved it. It was just so cool. <laughs> <laughs> So under the radar, and he said, I never really thought I'd get that far. He just fucking loves tunnels. He just wants to see how far he can get. Jack, there are so many examples of this. So, but, and what are they digging towards? It, I mean, it's more of like they dig to dig. They dig to dig. It's like, it's the process, it's the, it's the chills them out. Peace be the journey. Solitude. <laughs> it's a sense of like something tangible you get at the end. What? What tangible? Well, you've got a hole. Oh, you got a hole. I see. It's yeah, just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You can see that. You can see the fruits of your labour. Like in the gym, it's quite satisfying when like a PT goes, right, lift that. Yeah. I'm doing okay. I did something today. It's yeah. Like that, but it's yeah. Tunnel. Did you hear about the mole man? <laughs> no. The mole man. <laughs> this is the mole man is British. In nineteen 19- mole man from <laughs> the Simpsons. <laughs> I mean, that's not to determine. <laughs> um, in nineteen sixties. Uh, British civil engineer William Little dug a wine cellar under his Hackney property. Having done so, he found a taste for doing it and continued digging for 40 years. Wow. He was digging tunnels for 40 years. Eventually, several tunnels on multiple levels led in all directions under the property and surrounding grounds. Some of them were 60 foot long. Amazing. Uh, After complaints by neighbours... A power supply interruption and a sinkhole. The borough went and did a survey, and, which revealed the extent of the tunnelling. He was evicted. Was he just doing this by hand, like with tools? Yeah. Is there any part of you that's like, kind of wants to go and dig a tunnel now? <laughs> I want to see what all the fuss is about. Yeah. Everybody's doing it. It sounds fun. Tunnels are useful, though. I think having a good knowledge of tunnels is, you can't go wrong with that. <laughs> Men have always built tunnels for very, you know, El Chapo escaped from that Mexican prison by digging a big tunnel, didn't he? Yeah. And they had like motorbikes in it and they sort of, you know, he got out of prison with that. Hamas, famously. And they, they've got lots of tunnels. What's that really rich family from New York? The Who? The Rockefellers? Yeah, apparently the Rockefellers got loads of tunnels underneath. Really? Secret C- tunnels? Central Park. People like, really? To escape if they ever need to. I bet. People love a secret tunnel. There's loads of tunnels under um, Oxford, the Bodleian Library. It's one of the biggest libraries in Europe or whatever. 
and they've got like a network of little trains. There's like a metro system that is only in the library that goes under all this. There's all these like tunnels full of books underneath Oxford city centre. Really? Yeah. Well, apparently, I mean, I've never seen them. I'd love to. I'd love to get a look at them tunnels. People like a tunnel, don't they? I guess. <laughs> Maybe we should think about it. Second World War, people tunneled a lot, didn't they? Underneath, oh, in the First World War, underneath trenches. Yeah. Peaky blinders. Tommy Shelby was digging that tunnel. It does seem to be a very male thing, though. Like, you don't get blokes, you know, come sat down, like, with three of the lads in the pub and, you know, sat their Guinness down and go, yeah, a bit worried about my missus because um, she's got this tunnel. Went in this <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that's what it represents? You know, like men build skyscrapers and they say, you know, Freud would say it was like it was phallic. Like, it was a phallic demonstration of like, look how big my todger is. They've got a great big. Do you think the men who are digging tunnels are just obsessed with, it's, it's with a, women's? It's a metaphorical vagina. It's a metaphorical vagina. Which they conquer and walk down every day. They just want they just want to they want to get closer and deeper than, than anyone's ever been before. And all they're thinking about is just constructing this perfect winding vagina under the ground <laughs> <laughs> i'm not sure that would make this dude from how can i stop my boyfriend digging his tunnel make her feel more relaxed oh no 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 it's not Don't i'm worry. not mentally ill i'm just it represents your vagina <laughs> i if anything it's because i love you too much <laughs> i wish your vagina went on for days and i could wander down it and it was reinforced with concrete and had lights yeah imagine if he died in a vagina Perfect. <laughs> perfect way to go. Somebody dying while having sex with someone, you were like, that's perfect. Perfect for me. <laughs> I can't think of anything better. Anytime, every time I'm having sex, I'm like, please now, please now, please now. Please now. <laughs> <laughs> I want this to be it. And that's Don't where, let me die alone. Don't let me die alone. And that's where you do it with a plastic bag over your head. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Martina's like, get that off. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to breathe. Oh, come on. Let me die. Yeah, I think we should start a tunnel, don't you think? Yeah, let's it's do a perfect for this podcast. A tunnel, yeah. In wormhole. a sense, in a sense, we are. They're all going down a wormhole. Yeah, that's, that's what these guys are doing. They want yeah. to get close to this podcast. <laughs> do you think if they find out about this, then the whole tunnel digging community will just evaporate overnight? They're like, this is what we meant. This is what we were looking for the whole time. Yeah, the wormhole podcast. And now we can all stop. Put down your pickaxes, boys. We're kindred spirits, boys. Yeah, I think maybe we are. You doing anything at the weekend? <laughs> <laughs> I got a couple of shovels and some virgin ground just looking to get tunneled. So that was all my research. Well, thanks for coming. Thanks for listening, wormholers. Thanks for coming down this tunnel with us. Join us next time for more tunnels. Bring shovels. Bring shovels. Bring a searchlight on your head like a miner. And uh, bring a sense of adventure. And we'll see you then. See you then. Hello, producer Trav here. Wormhole's theme music is by Ben Osborne and our artwork was designed by Alexandra Turner. It would mean a lot to us if you would subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed it, number one, are you all right, mate? Number two, consider telling a friend or your therapist. And you could even leave a short review. Helps more people to find us and it makes our lives way less meaningless. If you want to complain about the episode, please reach out to Max or Jack on Instagram. They do not pay me nearly enough to run that department too. All right, that's it. It's finished now. Climb back out the wormhole, take your rubbish with you, and we'll see you next week. I 
love to have a wank in a hotel room. <laughs> what do you mean? Do you actually? I always find them quite grim. Do you? If it's like a nice hotel, it's just something about... Also, I don't. I would never wank in a clean bed. You wouldn't? Why? That's the perfect place to wank. No, because then it's not clean. It's got its wank bed then. You know, you can clean up. You don't have to like just spray it all over the bed and then just tuck in like in no, with the Jack, mess. I tie my socks around my eyes <laughs> so I can't see, and I walk around the room and I just when it happens, it happens. Spray it good, cover yourself like it's condiment, and then yeah. you wrap yourself up in a little yeah. burrito and go to sleep. Are we going to keep any of this in? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> can we keep this in? Do you know what, Max? I love wanking in hotel rooms, <laughs> but I do. <laughs> 